Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wish I had done this with you. At 10 years old, I should have taken you to an office supply store and say, <laughs> what tools do you need, Anne? Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. This week's question, my husband and I are both type 4. Our middle daughter is also a type 4. I think we do a pretty good job allowing her to be her own authority, but we struggle with helping her realize that her sisters don't appreciate her asserting her authority over them. How can we help her to honor herself but realize others may not like that? This is a great question in that we're seeing something play out here that a gift turns into an issue. It's her gift to be her own authority, and I would suspect that what does it look like being an authority over her siblings? It would probably look like correcting them, telling them how to do something or to approach it this way or a correction or... To, you know, try Play with to, the toys like this, or do it like mm-hmm. this. Or... So that sense, I think the, the gift she's playing out that looks like asserting her authority is the form of she has a gift for correcting to make things better because she sees a more efficient way. So that's a gift in and of itself. It's really annoying, though, when it's being applied in a sibling group where it feels like, She's always telling them what to do. Yeah, they haven't asked or invited that correction. Nor is it even her role, nor is it even applicable. Yet she's trying to find a medium, a way to use this gift. And so as a parent, for each of the four types, they come with natural gifts. And if that gift is not being supported in being invested in something, They'll find a way to do it, and typically the way they're doing it can be annoying. Let's look at a type 1 child whose gift is to lighten things up. That could look like a disruptive type 1 child in a setting that's not really asking for its buoyant energy to be presented, but they're just trying to lighten things up and to create a lighter atmosphere to make things more playful in a family setting and maybe at dinner time it gets to be an issue because it's like, you know what? We just want you to sit here and eat. And it looks like goofing around. So now they're just goofing around and it's irritating. And getting in people's space. Yep. Poking, prodding, Mm -hmm. trying to lighten it up. And so where is it happening in their day-to-day life that they can use this gift in a way that it's now a benefit? Maybe there needs to be family game night. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you set and help your child establish? Maybe there's an extracurricular activity they need to be enrolled in that allows them to express this energy as their gift. Or going back to a previous podcast about schedules, are things being too tight that they're feeling a need to overcompensate the randomness? That feels so structured and heavy. Mm -hmm. They're trying to just lighten up their space. And now it looks like this kid will stop, stop goofing around. They won't stop moving. A type two child's gift is 
details and planning, which can turn into worrying and fretting and needing extra reassurance constantly because they're not being supported and set up to create plans for themselves and strategies for themselves. So now they're fretting and worrying and that can turn into whining because they need to express this energy. They need to use their gifts in a way that supports them. Or over emotions. And mm-hmm. so rather than being their the emotionally centered type, and so are they now, you know, crying at the drop of a hat? Or are they getting just having these meltdowns? Where it can look like asking too many questions. Mm-hmm. Or wanting that connectedness and now feeling clingy or needy and like, oh, you're always on me. Like okay. they have a gift for connecting. Mm-hmm. And so what can you help that child create in their life? Set that up so they... There's Maybe an they have a, a couple friends over and they help the group connect. Maybe they're planning part of the game night. <laughs> there you go. See, what's happening in your family that you can enroll each child's gift to help create the bigger experience? Maybe they need to give it given a chance to plan their day. Or are they The going... tools. Maybe they need the tools to do that. Does your six-year-old type two child have a Fun, you know, a, a practical day planner. It's a, that's a great investment. And, a, and an opportunity to share the, her plan with you and get that reassurance mm-hmm. and that one-on-one time. How dreamy is that for a type 2 child to make their plan, then have their parents sit down, show me your plan, that one-on-one time, talking about plans and expressing their emotion. I think that would do – I have a friend actually who has a type 2 one-year-old, and she told me that if we don't sit down – and connect, and I give her her bottle for 15 minutes, just she and I, the day goes so much smoother. If we skip that step, there's a lot more distress from her. Now that energy's out of balance, and it's being expressed Mm -hmm. in an annoying way. What about, I wish I had done this with you. At 10 years old, I should have taken you to an office supply store and say, (laughs) what tools do you need, Anne? That would well, have been fun yeah, for you. Oh, for sure. I probably <laughs> got the tools myself. I love to make cards for people. So I had my little shop set up with my stamps and my pens and my she printer shop. those connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like the details added into making those cards. So what about a type three? Well, they're moving things into action. So maybe they're moving, trying to move things into action in places and scenarios that you don't want them moving. Well, they like to push forward, so maybe it looks like they're pushing their siblings around physically. Or they're getting into trouble because they're getting into things. They're not getting outside enough. They're not using that energy to apply themselves to projects, challenges. What do you do in the case of Katie when she's now her push forward determined energy is like really irritating? What? How do you set her up for success so that energy is applied to something that's beneficial to her she has a playroom where she can play with anything in there and move it around and get it out and draw on her barbies like there's nothing in there there's no rules in there except maybe at the end of the week let's pick it up or let's not get too much clutter in there you have let and and you have let her cut her doll's hair Put marker on their faces. Yeah, I buy them at the thrift store because I know that this she's so rough on her toys. And the the rule is they can't come downstairs. If there's a big trail of toys coming downstairs into the main living area, then it it gets stressful for me. So anyway, she's set up for success in that she has a space where she can be creative, hands-on, and express that. 
And so that's great. She gets outside a lot. We have play dates a lot. I know that she does well with new people in her space. She loves that connection and taking charge with a new friend and showing them what she's got and all her cool things. So that helps with a type three at her age. What about a type three who's more physical. She doesn't express that as much, but I know my type three nephew will push his brothers around. Yeah, he'll punch and hit and gets very, very physical. Often Tackle his brother. with a grunt. And I've actually um, talked about this with other par- parents of type three. Typically it's boys that before they hit, they get this grunt or this look in their eye. And I've seen my sister Jenny like, stop it because she yeah, sees. This, yeah. One of the things that's resolved that is they have now a yard in the choice of home. And they recently moved a couple of years ago. That's a very large outdoor space with a really nice big driveway. And he's out shooting basketball. His bas- he's shooting hoops all the time. He's outside expelling that energy. And that makes him less you know, hands-on, punching, hitting, because he's he's moving. He's moving a lot. And I'd so, say making sure their physical needs are met as well. Have they slept well? Have they eaten well? Especially important for type so. 3. And if the environment is just too kind of placid and calm, like amping it up with a little bit of music and kind of getting intense, a little bit of wrestling, I think does really well for type 3s. When, when we're having exciting times at our home, when people, Katie loves when the family comes over, we live close to family. She thrives off of that because it's a more stimulating environment. Me, I like a little bit of quiet time, obviously, as a type 2, and so finding that balance to create that movement. Yeah, in this case, I don't know the age of the child, but we have a type 4 middle child, so let's assume she's possibly... She's old enough to be directing, correcting what's being seen as asserting her authority on her siblings. So, you know, I'm going to conclude she's possibly in grade school. Well, I think at what point is a child, she likes correcting, she likes perfecting things. What are activities she can apply that to? I even think at the age of like even 10, 11, 12, a type 4 child that has a gift in a cer- certain academic area could even be a tutor to a 6 or 7-year-old. They're correcting. Or a They're baby- giving feedback. Mm-hmm. A, little, a babysitter for some neighborhood kids. Maybe not. Yeah, 10 or 11, come over and play with the kids and be in charge of them. and help Assert your authority. Mm-hmm. Be Assert in authority that there. role of being an authority. So where can you put them into a project, an activity, a role that they can use this as a gift now? Legos and to is, let them know this is a gift. It works here. Doesn't work so well yeah, here. Yeah, talking about it that openly I think is great. I, my brother Mark, he w- he's a type 4. He would get so critical of commercials on TV. And you would pick up on that and say, okay, time to go work on your bike. Like you have a very keen eye and you're noticing the flaws in these commercials. <laughs> Where else can we put that to use? And he would go and he would tinker with his bike, get it perfect. And that's a great outlet as type four Legos. He loved Legos. He's still, he's 30 years old and you should see the elaborate uh, Lego models he now puts together because he likes the the structure involved in the building and the cur- you know, fine-tuning. Yeah, they are very structured. Like correction and fine-tuning are very closely related. You're correcting because you want to fine-tune something. So actually that's the better way to see it. Say, what can this child be involved in so they're able to use their gift of fine-tuning, making better in the actual application that's supportive and not in just trying to find ways to do it. Give them, support them in ways to do it that's beneficial and teach them their gifts. Teach them where this is coming from and that they have a deep-rooted motive 
that drives this. So it just needs to be applied in that which is the most supportive for everyone involved. So they learn about themselves. And as a parent, don't put it all on you to try and figure this out at the right age, start having these conversations. This is, like you said, this is a gift. Where where are some places that you can exhibit and use this gift and write down ideas together, come up with ideas together? Yeah, I think and, for a type for a child, you could sit down with them and say, you have a gift for correcting and fine-tuning things. That's amazing. There's a real purpose for that, and that's going to serve you well in life. I'm noticing it's being applied here. That's not supportive to the family and the sibling experience. What are some ways we can, what are some other ways you can express this that's more honorable to yourself? Because I get that you, why you want, you know, I, I see the motive behind here. It's just that it's not working here. Where can we, where can I help you make it work in your life? I think they could handle that because there's no shaming in that. It's just a redirect. This week's parenting practice is to choose one child, not your whole group of children, What's the one child that's presenting the most sort of disruptive quality that their natural movement, rather than being used to be beneficial, being applied to being used as a natural gift, it's just disruptive behavior. Ask to be inspired. What is a opportunity I can help this child pursue that will allow this movement to be expressed as a natural gift rather than a natural disruption? That aha, that inspiration will come to you, and you're going to have a successful experience shifting it to be a positive rather than a negative. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.